Hello, Fempreneurs. This is Lindsay Berry. Today, I'm interviewing a very special guest who has created a foundation in the Calgary area called Women on Wings. She helps women who are leaving domestic violence. She helps them in a whole bunch of different ways. She's going to tell you all about that in the interview. Make sure to check out the show notes below for the link to get tickets to the event happening in Calgary, uh, October 15th. It's going to be amazing. I've already heard from so many fempreneurs who actually saw this live interview on Instagram uh, that they're coming to the masquerade gala and they're going to get all dressed up. And some of them are even donating um, door prizes and silent auction items and things like that. So if you want to get involved, the link is below. Let's dive in. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So tell us about your, um, the work that you're doing right now. How did this women on wings society Speaking of women on wings, look at these beauties behind me. These are women on wings. Some very Didn't even <laughs> um, <laughs> Women on Wings Society actually started, um, I started it in 2019, but we had to put it on hold when COVID started. Um, so when July and August rolled around in 2020, I said to my board members, it's time. There were so many people going through so much. Um, yeah. And our goal is to help women leaving domestic abuse situations and a lot of women that are scared to leave because they don't have the resources or don't know how they can. A lot of the times when they want to leave, they're unable to because they're scared they won't be able to financially support themselves or their children. So I myself um, left a domestic abuse situation 14 years ago. I have four beautiful children that are adults now, but I know what it, I know what it was like. I know what it was like to, to go through the struggles that are real and go through um, trying to financially support myself and my four kids. I was doing it on my own. I raised them on my own. My ex had left the country. So I raised four kids on my own and it was scary. It was very scary. <clears throat> and when my mom passed away four years ago, I wanted to do something in memory of my mother to, to, to in her memory that would mean something to her and mean something to me. Um, being a domestic abuse survivor, um, I, there was a lot of things I did not know. I did not know what narcissism was until I actually left the marriage. I didn't know the definition of it until I left the marriage. I didn't realize that narcissism and phys domestic abuse was not just phys physical. It was the emotional, the mental, the financial. Mm -hmm. Financial abuse is huge. Um, and we wanted to make sure that we were be able to connect all these women with the right resources. There's so many resources out there that women are not aware of. Um, and our hope is to make sure that we're educating these women, that we're assisting them um, and, con and connecting them with these resources, as well as helping them through uh, financially for the time being that they're in, um, and also through clothing, through bus passes, through groceries, um, just to make sure that they can, can get onto their two feet without having to go back because they feel that that was their only choice. And it's a huge, it's a huge problem right now. It's, it's always been a problem, but since COVID it's gotten a lot bigger. And so our goal is to make sure that we 
and uh, as well as working with other nonprofits. So collaborating with other nonprofits, working with them as well to make sure that we're connecting and that we're helping each other out. It's working together where you can actually make a huge difference uh, for these women. And we've helped quite a few women. I'm super proud of a it, it, There's just so many of them that have just been thriving. There is one lady that we just have been helping. Her story is heart-wrenching. Um, it actually makes me very emotional because she actually was in a very bad situation. Her husband um, trafficked her. Um, he got her addicted to drugs and alcohol and she had two little babies, like two very young children. Um, he tried to light her house on fire while she was in it with her two children. So he got put in jail um, and she was sent to rehab and her sister took her children in so they wouldn't have to go into the system. She's out, she's working, she's thriving. Um, we have been holding her hand along the way and watching her succeed, seeing the joy in her face. She's gotten her kids back. Um, she's working a full-time job and she's a part of society now and able to actually live a free life where she doesn't have to worry about her past and she can start creating a new future for herself. So those are the stories that we love to hear and we love to tell because that's what we are here to do. We're here to make a difference. Um, and there's so many, and we're pretty inclusive too. Um, we're not just about domestic abuse situations. There's a lot of, there's a lot of women out there with different walks of life that, you know, without self-esteem and, 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 and self-worth, there's a lot of times where us women who we are so good at not receiving, we're really good at giving, but we don't know how to receive. So we want to teach these women, it's okay to ask. It's okay to know that we've got your back. So it's, it's very, very dear to my heart. I have amazing board members. We all volunteer our time. All the funds that we raise go back to the community. Um, and we all work full-time jobs. So this is, our other full-time job. <laughs> wow. But we love it. Wow, that's amazing. I'm yeah. just like speechless with all the work that you've done. And wow. It's been, you know, it's, sometimes it is a lot of work, but when you see these women thriving and succeeding and smiling mm -hmm. and finding their self-worth and realizing that their validation comes from within, not from, you know, others and, and externally, that is the payoff. That is, you know, we all at the end of the day can go to bed smiling knowing that we've made a difference. And so, you know, we work very hard at fundraising. Um, it's not easy. It's a lot of work, but it's the payoff that that's rewarding for all of us. Um, our goal is to open a resource center eventually um, for women to be able to come to the resource center. We want to help them get the proper counseling. We've got a lot of women that are on board for uh, volunteering their time to provide therapy to these women. Um, we've got um, a life coach ready to help support these women. We want to be able to help them build resumes. We want to be able to just be a safe place for them. You know, we want to do workshops. Um, and I think we're also thinking of providing childcare at the, at the center when we do open it up. Because a lot of the time you can't go, a lot of women don't go to these centers because they have no childcare. So um, 
it's it's a lot of work but i would do this over and over and over again right right yeah and um cheryl she's joining us from australia cheryl and i've actually been having some conversations conversations lately about the difference between the narcissist and the empath and she's uh, she's very uh, well learned on this subject. She's mentioned here that many of these women could be empaths. Yeah, their one of them. Thinking, yeah, their emotion thinking becomes so high and they are unable to think logically. And uh, that, yeah, it's just so interesting how the narcissists do feed on, <laughs> feed on like they're sharks. But I kind of think of it that way, like they feed on the empaths because the empaths are going to keep, taking from our care, keep yeah. going back yeah and yeah. and you know i think we also got to remember that it's not just your 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 partners that can be narcissists like you know it could be your parents it can be a friend um there's so many forms of narcissism and so many ways that it can come to you but it's it's identifying that um and realizing the repetitive behaviors that they that they portray and, and, and project on you. Um, and, and that's what our goal is, is, is to try and help these women heal that so that they're not repeating those same patterns and that they're not passing this on to their children. Because then that becomes generational trauma, um, which in turn may have those, our children repeat those same patterns. So you're not just healing the victim the children are victims too to this. So there's just so many other components and mm -hmm. to be able to have that relationship with yourself and to learn to love yourself is so much more important in, in, in how you live your life, but you're also teaching others, you're teaching your children, this is the right path. And that love does not come externally, it comes from within, so. Absolutely. So for women who are curious about how to maybe put a friend in touch with you who might need your help, um, or maybe they just want to do more research into ways they can support Women on Wings, what's the website they can go to? Womenonwings.ca. Um, there is a page on there where you can actually email us to contact us. Um, and you can either contact us on also on Instagram as well. You can message us through there as well. Um, and also off of Facebook, we're on all social social media platforms, um, but you can find all our contact information on uh, our website. Fantastic, and you have an event coming up, which is a, an opportunity for you to raise a ton of funds for this amazing organization. What's this event like and where, when is it and where is it? Tell us all the details. We are so super excited about this event. Um, the venue itself is just exciting to me, but it's at the Bow Building um, on the 54th floor with the most amazing view. Um, it will be on October 15th. It's a masquerade gala. So it's right before Halloween. So we wanted to make sure it was like, you know, that time of the year to um, do the masquerade gala. Uh, we have a live band, actually one of the best bands in the city. Um, and we are having it catered. We have appies and cocktails. Um, as well as a magician, we've got a tarot card reader, we've got an amazing photographer showing up for this. So if you guys want to do photos, um, she will be providing a complimentary photo for anyone who wants to do that. Um, did I say the tarot card reader? 
Yes, yes. We've got a nice sculpture. We've got, it's just going to be an amazing evening. And it's just, you know, we want to celebrate women, but we also want to celebrate the men that support us uh, mm -hmm. through all this. Um, I want to touch on that too. There are a lot of men that go through domestic abuse situations. We're hoping that one day we'll be able to branch out and be able to be um, inclusive for men and women. Um, mm -hmm. But it's going to be an amazing event. We're super, super excited. So if you would like to buy tickets, you can find it on our website or even in our link on, um, on Instagram. Um, it's on October 15th at 7 p.m. And it's going to be an amazing evening. So I would, you know, put on your formal wear and your dancing shoes and come join us. Yeah, awesome. And tickets are at womenonwings.ca. Yeah, or you um, can find us on Eventbrite as well. Cool. That is great. Yeah. So now I want you to speak to the fempreneurs, whether they are, you know, entrepreneurial women who have yet to kind of take flight and they're still dreaming and planning and in getting ready to launch, whether it's a nonprofit, whether it's a business, what kind of steps did you take when you went from idea to actually launching this Women on Wings organization? What kind of research did you do? Take us through the, even the length of time it took for, from idea to reality. It took me a long time just to figure out the name. I, I wanted to start off with the name first. And so Women on Wings Society, if you take our initials, wow, and you turn it upside down, it's mom. And because I Aww. did it in memory of my mom, it's, it, was, it means a lot to me. Um, mm -hmm. And then I was very fortunate enough to be connected with a lady who is just so full of wisdom and knowledge um, that has run a lot of nonprofits in her time. And so she actually guided me through the steps. I think the key to opening up any kind of business, nonprofit or not, is the people that you connect with people that have the experience like yourself um i've listened to i listened to 78 and 79 on your podcast <laughs> yes. they were amazing like i mean there are things i never would have thought of but i think that the key is to be connected to the right women who also have a vision that can share with you how they started um and the other thing is courage to take that leap of faith just to know that if you're destined to do something and you're determined and you've got the courage to do it, it will happen. Um, it's, you got to be willing to put the work in. Um, but I think if you have a vision or you have a dream, anything is possible. But I really mm -hmm. truly think that the, the key to the success of any business is the relationships you have. Um, good positive relationships with women that's, that may not be the same kind of business as you, but has the same kind of vision of, of, of wanting to be successful. Um, mm -hmm. And everyone can define success differently, but the, the common denominator is making sure that you're surrounding yourself with a tribe of women who will have your back, who will keep cheering you on. Um, I was quite excited to be able to be sitting on, on this platform with you tonight. Um, and I've listened to a lot of your podcasts. I listened to your 100th episode but I love the stories that have been told. Um, I think everybody starts from that one moment of, can I do this? Will I fail? Will I, you know, so mm -hmm. I think it's, it's the most important and key part of any kind of business to start off is to surround yourself with the people that have a vision and want to be there to watch you succeed.
Yeah. And to your point, I kind of want to keep, I want to pull a little more of this story out of you, because as you know, those stories are what inspires women to, to dream yeah. bigger and do more. So are you able to shout out any specific people that really helped you get this thing off the ground and specifically talk about what they did to help you? Um, take a moment if you need to kind of just percolate on that, but I would so love to know more of that sort of startup story. So the startup really, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was really scary for me. Um, but after Nadine helped me go through the, the process of filing for my, uh, to get my corporate, you know, to get incorporated, um, mm -hmm. then I had to choose my board. That's the key to your success um, mm -hmm. is to make sure that these women have the same passion as you have the same drive, have the same goal, um, but yet have all different ideas. Uh, because if we all have the same ideas, we're not going to grow. So mm -hmm. I have the most amazing board. I, and they all bring something different. You know, I've got, um, one of my board members who also went through a domestic abuse situation, you know, has a lot of connections in the nonprofit world. So she's been very uh, resourceful in connecting with, connecting us with them, collaborating with them. Um, we've met some pretty amazing uh, people. Um, I also have a, one of my board members who owns her own business and she's got the, the business sense in there, you know, the, the let's do this or this will work. And, and then we, our, our other board member, um, she is a holistic healer. So um, she brings something else to the table. And so, you know, everybody's got something different, something unique about them. And they have been the key to our success. Um, we're not done. We're still ready. Like we've got so much more to do and we're excited to do it. Um, but I think that is, that was the key for me was to make sure that I had a group of women that saw a vision, the same vision, but a different perspective in terms of what they can bring to the table. Um, I also have, you know, a very important person in my life that continues to encourage me because there have been days where I get pretty deflated <laughs> and it sometimes can be really taxing. And so, you know, we're all human and, but she's got my back. And I think that is like, you know, one of the biggest things. And then, you know, to sit down and kind of make a plan, make a plan as how you want to see this unfold. How are we going to make it unfold? What actions are we going to take to do this? And, you know, all of our funds that come to us have been through fundraisers. And I'm going to say all of our fundraisers have been pretty successful. Um, even the first one we did through COVID when we were actually able to gather around and you know, actually be able to go to a, a, a public facility where we could have people. We didn't have a huge turnout, but we did pretty good. We did pretty mm -hmm. good for the first, for the first one and we've continued to do so. So this mm -hmm. fundraiser that's coming up, it's like the next level up for us. And so mm -hmm. we are excited. We're excited to be able to share this evening with everyone that believes in our vision and believes in our mm -hmm. cause. Um, I don't think there's, you know, I know there's a lot of nonprofits out there that support the same cause. I don't think there will ever be enough. Right. Exactly. You're so, you're so right. There could be, you know, 
there could be 30, there could be a hundred of them in the Calgary area alone and they would all be able to help, you know, a, a ton of women. Yeah. And so for those of you listening to this, watching this from anywhere in the world, um, you know, do some research, find out what kind of organizations there are in your area as well. And if you're not in the Calgary area, maybe you can volunteer with those um, organizations. But if you're feeling like you love what Madge is saying and you want to be part of this and you want to support it from wherever you are, but you can't come to the event, I would imagine there's a way to donate on the yes, website. Yes, there is. You can go on our, our website. There is a QR code that you can uh, scan and donate to our cause. Um, awesome. You know, it doesn't have to be huge donations. Uh, anything helps. Um, with the way that the economy is right now, uh, the need is a lot higher. Um, you know, just just in terms of groceries, it's it's it. There is such a huge need, and it doesn't need to be a huge donation because every penny counts. So, you know, I I encourage everybody, whether it's through us or other organizations, to if you can donate and help or even volunteer, you're, you're mm -hmm. doing a huge service to a lot of these women. And I think what really tugs at my heartstrings is not just helping the women, but helping the children. They're the next generation. We wanna teach mm -hmm. them healthy relationships. We wanna teach them how to love themselves and have a healthy relationship with themselves so they can have healthy relationships and break those, those patterns that we were taught um you know and it takes a long time to heal the trauma so that is our goal we want to be able to help heal those traumas we want to be able to help break those cycles and those patterns and yet we want to make sure that they're safe yeah absolutely um so let's talk to the fempreneurs who have businesses and maybe have ways to support your organization either through donating a door prize to this event or a silent auction item or maybe they can donate something for in the future to to serve some of these women that are coming into your organization needing help can you talk a little bit more about all that um so at our at our um gala we are having a silent auction as well um, if you would like to donate to our silent auction, please feel free to email uh, us. Uh, again, that you can do so through the website or even through Instagram. Um, as well as Christmas is coming up. I know I don't want to say that, but it's the truth. So, <laughs> um, but Christmas is coming up, and we every Christmas that we've um, operated, we actually do a Christmas drive, and we find uh last year we donated to 12 women and their families we made sure they all had a turkey dinner um we made sure all the kids um had gifts under the tree um we also donated grocery gift cards um for them to be able to go buy <clears throat> the needs because we know that when the kids are home for two weeks they can eat you out of house and home um so we wanted to make sure that they um were able to be able to go buy groceries and we also did buy the moms a gift as well because they deserve to be pampered too. Um, so, you know, that's also coming up for us as well. Um, I think it's a very special time of the year for a lot of people. And me, myself, I know what it was like to be able not to, to be, to look at my children and feel like I couldn't give them that when I had left my ex. So it's very close to my heart. So if you'd like to donate to our cause and are not able to make it to the gala, you can donate on the website, you can contact me um, and we can, we can figure something out. But 
I think the best gift you can give is give. It's the gift of giving, right? So, and I, like I said, it doesn't have to be a huge amount, but for all the Mm -hmm. farmpreneurs out there, um, if you would like to be a part of, of what we're doing, please contact me. I would love to speak with you. Yeah, and I would love to see so, so, so many femmepreneurs at this event rallying around this cause and supporting our Calgary women in need. And so please grab your ticket. I would love to see you there. And thank you, Madge, for all that you do. Um, can I ask you a question that may not have anything to do with, yeah. you know, women on wings or femmepreneurship, but what would you tell your 10-year younger self? It's funny that you asked that question because I had a conversation today with a friend of mine and she was stressed out and she's, I said to her, what would you tell your child right now if this was that your child saying this? She says, she told me this whole thing. I'm like, okay, well tell that to yourself. Um, what would I tell my 10 year old self? <clears throat> that you are worthy, that you are love and that you deserve nothing but the best and that you shouldn't settle because you can do it. Your dreams are never too small. And you you should always, don't play small, go big, go big. Because there's nothing that God does not give you that you cannot handle. Amen. Yeah, I do think it's, uh, it's kind of crazy when you look around and start meeting these women that have been through some horrific stuff. And have been, you know, maybe married to some to a horrific man, or had a horrific father, or you know, mother, or something bad happened to them. And then I and I remember, you know, that that you know, it's a verse in the Bible that God won't give you more than you can handle. And I just think, wow, he he has a lot of faith in some of these people because they're wow, they're going through some stuff, you know. Oh. And I and I do know, like you know, for me, um, before I left my ex, it was the scariest thing. It was the scariest thing. And it took me a long time to heal my, my heart and to learn to look at myself in the mirror and love myself. It took a very long time. But there is no woman out there that does not deserve that. There is no woman out there that d- does not deserve to look in the mirror every morning and love herself. Because when you can do that, you can, go, you can go out there and just shine. You shine. And that's what we should, all should be doing. And together you will need sunglasses galore because we can do it and shine together. It's just, there's so much in power and women coming together. And when we stand together and we can, and hold hands together and we can have each other's backs, no matter how you do it, there's Mm -hmm. nothing you cannot do. There is nothing you cannot do. So if I was telling my 10 year old self, You know, because I went through a pretty tough childhood and um, I think it would be to love myself, mm-hmm. love who you are, figure out who you are, love that person because no one else is going to define who you are but yourself. And that's a choice mm-hmm. that you can make and it doesn't, it, it can, it can be good. It can be good. Absolutely. We all have it in our, we all have it in us. Um, we just have to believe in ourselves. It takes time. Right. But you need yeah, to be able I, to heal that. 
I want to ask you something that you might not really want to talk about right now, but this just for everyone watching, this is the first time Madge and I have ever talked. <laughs> so this is my first conversation. And this conversation is my first live. <laughs> so I have like a million questions for her yeah. and I'm trying not to ask you a million questions. It's so hard. But one that I have to ask, because I actually did, um, I did the Hoffman process. So I went to the Hoffman retreat for in 2018. And yes. it was actually the Hoffman retreat that caused me to start YYC Fempreneurs and start putting myself out there to other women. And, you know, I was terrified of groups of women before. I didn't love myself very much. I had all the, you know, things that were holding me back. Um, and Hoffman was what really was the catalyst for me. So I'm curious to know for you, how did you find that love for yourself that caused you to, you know, decide that you weren't going to settle and you deserve better and you weren't going to allow your kids to be around him anymore? Like, is that, is there like a bit of a story there you can share or is that too much for a first conversation? <laughs> no, um, it kind of makes me emotional. Um, because I was, I actually was suicidal at one point before I left my ex and um, all I can think about was looking at my three daughters because I have three daughters and a son um, looking at my daughters and thinking what can I do to make things different for them mm. and so I did I took a, a more spiritual path um, I worked with a lot of holistic people I did a lot of Reiki I did a lot of um, hypnosis I you know, read a lot of self-help books. Um, but the truth is, no matter how much you do that, the key is the, the, the answer is, is within yourself. And it's about experience in life. We're not, you're never going to be able to look at life and think, I've got this all figured out unless you go through the, the trials and the tribulations. So for me, my, the biggest drive for me was to be able to be a role model for my daughters and for my right. son. Um, so I did take the holistic approach, but I also have gone through a lot that has made me reflect um, in my life. And right. even as a child, um, I've also experienced a lot of loss. And so mm -hmm. you have one life, you don't get a second chance. Mm -hmm. So for me, my daughters were my, they were what drove me mm. because I wanted to make sure that they could be in healthy relationships, that they could also love themselves. I'm super proud of them. Um, they're, you know, my oldest is 29. My youngest will be 20 soon. And so, well, she's 28 going on to 20 and she's watching me right now. She'll probably say I'm not 29 yet. So she's 28. <laughs> um, but I couldn't be more proud. Um, and, you know, they're successful, amazing women. And I think if anything, if it's a woman that's going through a domestic abuse situation, and you have kids, yeah. you want to be strong enough to let them know that there is hope that you mm -hmm. can do this. Um, and that there are women out there that are, are ready and willing to help you. And mm -hmm. it's a scary thing. It's not easy. I'm not going to tell you it is because it's not. Um, you know, it's known that sometimes women will leave and go back two or three times before they finally mm -hmm. do leave. And we have helped quite a few women. Um, our first client, we actually 
we actually helped her move out of her matrimonial home. We waited till her husband was gone and called the authorities and made sure that we were protected and we moved her out. And if you see how she's thriving now, it it's mind blowing. And her son is in a healthy environment. So I think, you know, everybody has a different way of how they want to, how they actually, you know, it could be your faith, it could be your religion, it could be for everyone, it will be different how you choose to heal yourself. But the key is to knowing that you want to heal yourself and that you can. Mm -hmm. And that there are resources out there that will help you do that. And, you know, if you don't know where to turn, whether you contact us or somebody else, another nonprofit, that's mm -hmm. what they're there to do. They're there to help you. We're here to help you. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you for doing this extremely challenging and just life-changing work you are you are an angel and so you are um you're lifting all these other women up on your wings and um i thank you so much for that and i look forward to meeting you in person really soon and i want to thank stacy i believe it was stacy at lily fire photography who connected us thank you stacy you are amazing thank you, stacy. and stacy is our photographer for the evening um she's donating oh. her time so Stacey yeah. will be the one, and I just told her as before we came on air, like, I got you a shimmer wall backdrop, <laughs> so, you know, but um, Stacy has, Stacy is an angel. Stacy yes. is an angel. I, I, I'm beginning I to realize that, like, she's just more than I could have ever imagined she is um, as a human and just as an angel herself. Yeah, and I think that is one of the biggest blessings that I am experiencing through this nonprofit is the women that we're meeting. Nice. It's amazing. There's so many amazing women out there. So, you know, like you got to connect. And if you haven't listened to Lindsay's podcast, listen to her podcast. They're so good. And the women oh. that you've got on there, they're uh, inspirational. Good job, Lindsay. Oh, thanks. Well, you're going to be on the podcast now. So <laughs> I might chop out, I might chop out that bit that you just said. No, I'm kidding. I'll do it in there. <laughs> No, don't do that. <laughs> um, well, I'm so glad that you listened to the podcast that Stacy connected us that I learned about this event. And I, you know, until meeting you, I'm not sure what who I would have sent a woman to if I knew she was in a scary situation, like a scary domestic violence situation, I, I, I probably would have just, you know, encouraged her to talk to the police. But I think what you're doing is uh, is incredible, and I, I I don't know of any other Calgary organizations that are doing it. I'm sure there are some, but thank you for coming into my world. I obviously meet like you know 20, 30, 100 women a week, and I love now that I have. The, I feel like I'm going to meet someone in the next you know week or month that's going to need you, and it's going to feel so, you know, like such a divine thing that happens. So thank you. Okay, thank um, you. And have Lindsay. a really fantastic rest of your evening. You as Thanks, well. Thanks, Dad. Okay, thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. All right, Fempreneurs, thank you so much for following Women on Wings on Instagram and for grabbing your ticket to the event here in Calgary, October 15th. You can actually find the link as well at yycfempreneurs.com on our events page. All right, see you real soon. Bye for now.